You're listening to OK Now Listen, a bi-weekly show where we chat about what's on our minds, what we're binging, and what's blowing up our timelines. I'm Scotty Beam, a.k.a. Ivy Park Beam. I'm a media personality, content creator, music enthusiast, and a wing connoisseur. And I'm Sylvia Bell. I'm a culture writer, host, producer, and lover of Beyonce. And a commoner who had to buy her own Ivy Park this week. No, don't start. Don't start. Even though I get on this podcast every damn week and shout Beyonce out. It's fine, B. It's fine, B. You know best, girl. Maybe next year. There's a drip too that's coming and it's going to come your way. I will never stop loving you, Beyonce. I will never stop saying your name. I don't care how many drops you, you know, leave me you know, out of. You know our queen is forgetful sometimes. You know our queen is forgetful. I, I did move. Sometimes. I did move. Like, it's my, it's my own fault. I moved. Ex- that's also true. She that's didn't get also my a fact. update of address. You know, but what a week. Jesus. Girl. This has the longest, been, Sylvia. The longest week. This week has been mm. the longest year of my life. Truly. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I feel like I've hit a wall. I'm very tired. Several nights of staying up late and just waiting, waiting, waiting. Like it was just literally, it's like every every day last week felt like a deeper, de- like I fell deeper into like Dante's Hell Inferno or whatever that, <laughs> whatever that <laughs> thing we had to read in AP English class was like circle of hell, <laughs> like deeper and deeper yeah. to the next circle of hell is where I fell. <laughs> and after all that waiting, when the votes came in, People were surprised about how white people were voting. And and why would you be surprised? Because I wasn't. I mean, I have never been disappointed with white people because my expectation is on the floor. The bar <laughs> is on the floor. So I've never been surprised or disappointed. even like upset. Yeah, because why? why? Why would I be upset? Yeah, I mean, you're a realist. I think for me, I completely agree with you. I just think I've never been more sad to be correct. I've never hated right. being, like, it, I just I don't hate being right. I usually very much enjoy it. But in this case, I always just hate humanity proving to me that I should have no hope in that shit because that's a pretty depressing thing. Honestly, heart to heart. Like, black people come here, come really close. The fuck was y'all thinking? What, when did y'all feel like, okay, yes, now is the time to trust these white people to do the right thing because of Trump. That's why you thought it would be better. Like you thought that you could trust these white people with doing the right thing when history will tell you over and over again, they never get the job done. The job has never been done. So, you know, for us to continue to see, you know, keep being like, Mm-mm. oh, man, I am disappointed. How? How? Y'all sat there with these performative ass white people on Instagram who are listening and learning all fucking day that was taking their time all for year. just one all month. Year. All quarantine. Right. Not shit. Ordering all the books one month but not reading June. them. <laughs> right. Asking to be educated and start a dialogue. Pissing me the fuck off. And y'all sitting here wasting y'all breath and time with trying to educate these white people knowing that good and damn well they're going to heel toe their ass to the poll and vote for Trump. Y'all really are going to piss me off. We literally, you know, like uh, Taylor Crumpton had wrote a beautiful piece for Washington Post. And at the end, she had said, we're just here to protect ourselves. And that's all we need to do. That's it. The theme of the week, the year, our lives is that we are Mm -hmm. all we got. Black people are going to continue to save ourselves and others 
you're welcome because we have to save you to save ourselves. But I do think that like, to your point, people reaching just an edge of like, I think whatever 2% or 3% of whatever some optimistic hope people had has been diminished. White people have shown and proven who they are twice. (laughs) And I think that we just need to let them go. It's to the point, Scotty, where I'm considering giving up white people altogether. <laughs> oh, well, welcome to this side of the world. I, just, I, refreshments I mean, are in the back. The one, Come and stay a while. Even the ones, well, like, even the coat. nice ones, even the ones I enjoy on TV, what even nice the programming ones? I like, you know, that, you know, the ones that seem to be allies with their black boxes and their racist relatives. Because you know what? They all looked me in the eye for the past four years and said they were going to have some talks at the dinner table that clearly failed. So now I'm done. (laughs) So now I'm done. Your racist relatives don't give a fuck about you or your opinion. Clearly, they got no respect for you at all. They they just really, they don't care. So now I'm done caring as well. And I'm moving on. Um, So I think it's, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I know you've been here. I'm, you've been here on like a person to person level. It's very, we know you have no more white friends. <laughs> if you ever had I any. I never had. I had one <laughs> white friend. Her name was Hannah in third grade. It shout out to Hannah. Han Han. I don't know where you at now. Probably voting for Trump. So not shout out to you. I take it back. But I, I don't subscribe to it. I just don't. I love my black friends. I will continue to be around my black friends. I just don't trust. I'm sorry. I have no trust for the white people. (laughs) So it is time to say goodbye to all the white shit. I am very excited to do this. Sayonara. Goodbye. C'est la vie. Um, All of the other really ciao. Bye to all the to all the white shit. All of it. I'm trying to think of all of them. (laughs) Goodbye forever. (laughs) Love me. I hope that's how you say say love me. Say love me. (laughs) Well, I'm with you. I feel that, and I'm ready to get rid of most of them. But I, I gotta admit, there might be one or two that I would like to just bring on Noah's Ark. Well, let's not call it Noah because Noah's what's a black what's a black name uh, that begins with Noah an Black. Noah's black. Um, Nelson. <laughs> Was Noah uh, black in the Bible? I can't. No, Nelson. <laughs> Nelson is Caribbean. His Caribbean arc. <laughs> <laughs> on uh, Nino Brown vote Bo. On Nino Brown vote. <laughs> <Nino Brown's laughs> we might. <laughs> We might bring, uh, just if we had to bring three, if we got picked two to three white ones that we would save <laughs> on the raft with us, I'd like to just maybe have that discussion. Yes, I would like that too. Let's do it. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. Let's do it. Okay. So, obviously, you know the first white TV show that I have to acknowledge, Sylvia. Yes, go ahead. The motherfucking office. <laughs> Listen to me right now netflix turn this volume the f up right now do not get rid of my show don't do it i will literally send a petition and have sylvia and me sign it and a few (laughs) other people that help me uh, help us with this uh podcast because i need the office to go on there's just something about the office that's it's just warmth to me it's funny Every character I I like hold deep, like really close to my heart. So the office is something I'm just not letting go of ever, 
in life. Please watch it if you can. It's an amazing show. Prison Mike, shout out to Prison Mike. Like, I, I can't ever let go of The Office. It's just something I can't do. I have to watch it in order to go to sleep. So that just should tell you how much I love that show. Sylvia, you next. Another white show that I might have to keep, or that's going to be like, that I, might we might bring on the, the, the boat with us to save on Noah's Ark, is Grey's Anatomy. Now, Ooh. baby... Let me tell you, Grey's Anatomy, I've been, it's been part of my life longer than most of my friends. Like, like Grey's Anatomy, I've been, that show has been on forever, ever. And I swear to you, for those of us who have been watching it from the beginning, I've grown, like, I'm like, I don't know, Meredith is the, she is my, 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 my white homegirl, Meredith Grey. She really I is. literally... Can't get enough of that show, that hospital show, and those crazy white people who can't stop having sex with each other and breaking all kinds of HR codes. Also, it's how it's my it's my city MD. It's, <laughs> it's my, my city MD. It's it's how I diagnose others. You know, it like, truly prepared so, me for the pandemic. Truly, like, I was like, what would I really barely do right now? <laughs> right, like. I have cured so many things because of Grey's Anatomy. Wrongly diagnosed so many things (laughs) because of Grey's Anatomy. I truly have. I have and I will not stop because I love that show. I came late to it. Um, I started it probably two years ago. I remember your binge. Clearly. Because Scotty would watch. She would continue her binge no matter whose house she was at. So she was at your house. She was picking up where she left off. One time I went to our friend Kiki's house. She was still there watching the whole difference of the episodes. I'm like, are you making I was dedicated all of us go through this again? To the trauma. Like, I was so dedicated to the trauma. And I wanted to feel every bit of it. And it's an abusive literally, relationship. Like, it's really, it's really, seriously. It's really an abusive relationship. And Shonda Rhimes is a masochist. I'm convinced sometimes. Like, oh, my God. With that pen. That pen, she will break your heart, put it back together, break it and put it back together. And you will understand why you keep allowing her to do it. Because I have quit. I have tried to quit Grey's Anatomy no less than three to four times. When George died, when Danny Cord happened, when Derek died, it's really when I took a whole season off. I took a whole season off because I... I'll never forgive her for that. Let me... Let me tell you something, Scotty. I was in my living room. I'll never forget watching that thing on TV. I was on my floor, in my floor sobbing like a parent had just died. And I looked up and I said to myself, self, TV is not supposed to do this to you. (laughs) This is supposed to be entertainment. I should not have to be going through this. And I quit it for a year. But this is why I know I can't quit it forever. And this is why I have to keep the Grey's Anatomy with me. Because not even then. Was I able to stop? My ass still came back a year later and caught up on Netflix and kept watching because I love Grey's Anatomy. And technically, it's technically a white show, but it has a bunch of black. It's, I think it's like a Trojan horse black show. It has a white lead. Shout out to Kath. Everybody else like, is black. Yeah. <laughs> Actually. Like, shout out to Kath. Debbie Catherine. Allen out there. And I am very, very. I, I truly, you know, if we ever do speak to Shonda, I really need to have a conversation about what she did to time. Derek because that. <laughs> Shonda. Mm. And also, I think people were crying because that could happen. Derek was think. Okay, I can't. Yes, I'm just going to. We have to move on. Sorry. We have to move on. But Shonda, this is us calling you out. Please is that how people come. Die? 
please <laughs> let me know. We have Is that how people invitation. die? Open invitation to this podcast, Shonda Rhimes, just so you know, in case you weren't sure. But Scotty, next up. Another one that I'm, I have a hard time letting go of. <laughs> I don't think I can let go um, because there's only one left and I can't. Golden Girls, <laughs> listen. Thank you for I, being a friend. <laughs> first of all, top three and theme it three <laughs> theme song. Okay, <laughs> top three definitely. But I love that show. I watched the show literally from like top to bottom. I've watched every episode. I watch it with my mom. Me and her love the Golden Girls. And, you know, I don't know. For me, it was the wittiness. You know, Dorothy was my girl. Like, her <laughs> sarcasm, her wittiness, the fact that, like, she never laughed. <laughs> but she was the funniest humor. one to me ever. Yes, and I love dry humor. Um, Rose, sweetheart. And I think a lot of the times I have friends like that. Like, of course, like you said, we had to see ourselves through these white ass shows. <laughs> and I think when I watched it again and it was available, you know, streaming, I watched it and I was like, these are my friends. <laughs> these are my friends. And I love gang. them so much. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the old lady gang. Betty White is... We're saving her in the race war. That's already clear. We as the blacks have been decided so that when the race war breaks out, <laughs> Betty White, we're carrying <laughs> her on our back <laughs> like that. You remember in Hunger Games Get when he, that me, boy Betty. had that white old woman on his back during the right. Hunger Games? Get That's behind me, Betty. Betty White. Um, you can come. come on, Bet. We're saving you. Um, okay. My other favorite white show that I would really, is really, really, really going to hurt to have mm-hmm. to give up the white excellence. <laughs> that is the good wife. Cause baby, let me tell y'all about the good wife. I don't have to tell most of you, cause a lot of y'all know. I know Scotty, you have not watched the good wife, but Julianne Margulies, a I'm queen, gonna try. I'm gonna did do the damn thing with that series. You know, Will Garner will always have a place in my heart. He was a real one, and. I'm, you know, th- that's something that I still struggle to even deal with to, or even speak about to this day. And the people who watch The Good Wife know what I mean when I say that. But the point here is that it would be really hard to give up Lockhart and Gardner Law Firm. They have seen a lot of people through a lot of, <laughs> a lot of trials and tribulations, and I, I love it. It's such, it's just good acting, Christine. Be- like, and it's like obviously, you know, The Good Fight is on now, and that's a spinoff of it. And to me, that whole universe is what I would have a hard time giving up. The Good Wife, Good Fight universe. It's a top tier show, top tier acting, seven seasons. Get into it if you can before we cut them all off for good. What you got next? I'm gonna try that out, and. I think I'm going to go with because I'm not done with it. And if, you know, we were taking away shows right now, I would be pretty pissed that it would be ro- it would be taken from me. So I'm going to say Shit's Creek. Let me tell you something. I know we were. I was upset. I was upset during what was it? The Emmys. So they was taking but everything. But I tell you all at the top, I tweeted at the top of the Emmys. I said I had mentally prepared myself for Shit's Creek. To win every single comedy award, I'm mentally preparing myself, even though I would like Insecure to win, because I know 
I know, I know white excellence when I see it. And you know, mediocre whiteness gets rewarded all the time. So to be actually funny and all white, ain't no way. That's a winning combination. <laughs> I literally laugh from my diaphragm when I am watching this show. It's so good. I haven't felt that kind of happiness since The Office. So I can't let it go. Um Myra is my girl. I want a shirt with her on it. I love her wigs. <laughs> Every single wig. It's I saw you her tweet. babies. I saw you her baby. Her babies. Her babies. <laughs> I saw you tweet my, my why Myra got Myra got so many wigs and I died because so I wigs. was like they're her babies. She's so funny, dog. I don't know. And I'm not done with it. I'm on season four. Oh, I'm so jealous. But it brings such joy to my heart. So much that I'm repeating. I repeated the last season because I just wanted to watch it again. It was so funny. And I'm not ready to let go of it because I know the last the last season is, what, six? So I'm trying to take my time. Yeah. But I love the damn show. I'm not ready to give it up. Shout out to that dad from American Pie. Um, that's what <laughs> I know him from. Eugene Levy. And, uh, <laughs> of course, I don't know any other names. <laughs> um, but I love everybody. Well, you that recognize really Myra. Good. Myra is from a childhood white favorite, Beethoven. I always think of her as the mom from Beethoven, but also the mom from Home Alone. She's the mom on Home Alone. Oh, yes. When she was younger. I've never mm. seen Home Alone, but shout out to You've Home never Alone. seen Home Alone? One, no. two, or three? Or four? A white boy left in the house for <laughs> weeks on end? Absolutely not. It's not been a thing of mine. Absolutely not. No. Like Dave Chappelle said, that kid would have got shot long time ago <laughs> playing with these niggas. Please, stop it. Stop. No, I've never seen Home Alone. What, what did no. you talk about at lunchtime in school, in elementary School. I don't even know. I don't what know. Spoke to the I people about. That. It's all we had. <laughs> what a revelation that Scotty hasn't seen him alone. Well, good because because it's being thrown away. So glad you don't have to cry over that one. <laughs> Goodbye, home. Uh, okay, if I had to, my third and final draft pick on to save on this raft, if I could. Mm-hmm. Now I'm, I'm just gonna be really sad about it, but um. I'm going to delve into the reality sector for just one minute because The Hills, Mm. The Hills from MTV, the original cast of The Hills, talking Lauren Conrad, Mm. talking Heidi Montag. Well, actually, honestly, Spencer and Heidi can go. Actually, in real life, they can go. Brody's cute ass with his curly hair. Very cute. I remember him. Brody Jenner, mm, a man. Um, (laughs) Whitney, everybody's non-problematic fave. (laughs) from Teen Vogue, mm. all, of the, all of the kids from the hills that essentially are probably the reason, the, the, it's 10% their fault that I ever even considered living in LA. Because as a Laguna, a Laguna Beach fan, when Lauren went off to Hollywood to start her career in fashion, and I was watching them at all the little cool LA clubs and their pools and the, the, all these little things, I was like, oh, okay, look at LA, look at the little white LA culture, how fascinating. But I don't know. I love The Hills. Like, I, I'm going to make a confession. Owned the whole series on DVD set. Whoa. Got the whole DVD set of the series. My Jesus. mom gave it to me for Christmas one year when I was in college because that's how much I love them white girls. And I'm sure 
they all have disappointed me in one way or another. Elsie has never and never will and never has. And I will ride for Lauren Conrad for the rest of my days. I ain't going to hold you. I'm always team Lauren over team Kristen. Again, the people people who know, know. Mm-hmm. And as I sit here and continue to fangirl embarrassingly over these white women, I can tell that Scotty has completely no idea <laughs> the people who I am naming. She doesn't Child. know what I'm talking about, really. I Mm-mm. I lost her at the good wife, and I really never got her back. <laughs> and I just don't. My good sister. It was so many names. <laughs> it was so many names. And usually, like, when people say white people's names in Hollywood, I have to, like, somebody has to give me, like, a movie to remember. And and since this is reality TV, I'm like, child, I don't know where you, I don't know who these people are. I don't know who Lauren is, Alex. I don't know if you said a Barbara, but I'm sure. Alex. <laughs> oh, well, I'm t- I don't know if you said, but I know Lynn, Larry. I don't know. All of them is just, it's too many. It's too many, and it made me uncomfortable. I love that Brody you knew, though, because that's how fine Brody, Brody Jenner is. is. Fine. <laughs> that yeah. he even caught yeah, Scotty's attention. Yeah, I've seen him before. <laughs> seen that nigga before. Well, I've seen that nigga. That nigga bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this is to my point, Scotty. Literally, I promise y'all, this is how these conversations go with us in real life. I be trying to talk about some white shit, and she just really, it's like she, oh, oh, that's crazy. Wow, that's crazy. That's how she does me. You know, like when people say, that's wow, that's crazy, <laughs> when they have completely de- lost interest in the conversation. Because she don't know. So I really have been, all season, I think we've kind of hinted towards their lack of knowledge <laughs> when it comes to the whites. I, for one, love it. Because as an entertainment reporter, I've always had to know all of white mainstream culture in addition to black mainstream culture. Unlike my white colleagues, unlike my white entertainment reporters in the world, I didn't get the privilege of not having to know their black shit and white shit. Like they can come on, not know a thing about girlfriends, but they were living single, but they damn sure can tell you all about friends. Absolutely. Absolutely. Meanwhile, my black ass got to write the post about living single, different world friends Frazier and all this other white shit at the same time but I love that you are blind to the white shit in the way that a lot of white people are blind to the black shit because they don't have right. to because my 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 Hollywood is black Hollywood so when I talk about Hollywood I talk about the black people in Hollywood the white people I don't I, let me tell you I don't know the names of anyone I try <laughs> I try very hard. I love the incredulous of like why people assume that we need to know all their shit. Cause they will, if you sit there and talk to people about how you've never seen a Star Wars movie, they will look at you like you were the craziest person in this world. Never in but my life. They, they do it to us all the time. So I want to test out how little, in fact, that you do know about white people. And a little game I like to call the Scotty Know This White Person. <sighs> I don't know. Anyone. I mean, once you said you didn't know Home Alone, I said, oh, this is going to be rough. Well, I knew that. <laughs> I knew that that little boy uh-uh. is it's in okay. it. We're not going to we're not going to do this again. Let's just get into the game. <laughs> Matthew McCauley. Matthew McCulkin. Matthew McCulkin. <laughs> Matthew McCauley. McCullen. 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 Coffee. Something Matthew. Something with Why Matthew. Is his name Matthew? <laughs> is that his name not Matthew? Maca- Macaulay Culkin. Boom. Bit. That's it, right? Macaulay Culkin. Yes. Yes. Okay. Boom. <laughs> yes. That's it's something. It. All right. Let's play this game. I'm ready. I got oh, the, God. the, the oh, Jets God. is moving. I'm sorry. That took Matthew, Matthew McCulkin. 
There's like 17 of those niggas in that family, and not one of their name is Matthew. I promise you. <laughs> Wait, there's other Culkins? Okay. So in this game, I'll list some popular TV shows or movies you have to correctly, and you have to correctly name the white people in them. Pretty simple game for anyone but Scotty Beam. <laughs> so let's see how this goes. Question number one. Who starred in Sleepless in Seattle? Meg Ryan. You're correct. We will give her that one, but it's only because I've said this to her 16 times before today. But yes. Okay. Ding. Everyone. Who stars? You got to name both leads, male, female, lead in the Titanic. Real names. Leonardo DiCaprio. Yes. And that that's none other. Anna. <laughs> that's none Hilson. other than. That's Anna. That's Anna. Hath- no, that's not Anna Hathaway. Anna that's, Hathaway. <laughs> that's none other than Jennifer. Jen. 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 Um, Jen. <sighs> Wilson. <laughs> She made that name all the way all the way up. I'm about to fight you. Kate Kate Winslet. Winslet. It's Katie. It's her name. And what's funny, I have to say this for the people in the in the back. I don't have the answer sheets. So the fact that I'm just giving you this off the top of my head really shows the difference. I got the questions without the answers. Winslet. Winslet. Okay. I seen her Yes, before. it was Leonardo DiCaprio and, and, and Anna Hathaway. No, it was Kate Winslet. <laughs> it was Anna, somebody. And, and <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay, the next question is, the, it's a two-set question. You're going to pick, was it Sandra Bullock or Jennifer Aniston? I'm going to name the movie oh, title, and you tell easy. us which one it was. Okay. Miss Congeniality. Sandra. Bruce Almighty. Jennifer Aniston. Okay. Thank you. Thank Good you. Job. I don't play you about my Jennifer around. Anistons. Nor, I mean, Sandra too. Sandra, <laughs> I watch a lot of Sandra movies. Those are some yeah. good ones. Those yeah. are some good ones. Those are some funny white, funny white women. Which Emma is it? And I'm going to tell you the different Emma's last names just to help you out a little bit. It's going to be either Emma Roberts, who fun fact is related to Julia Roberts, Emma Roberts, Emma Stone, or Emma Watson. I know Emma Stone <laughs> because she's married to Jim. I think that's the right white I'm talking about. But let's just go. No, it's I know I know who you're Oh, it ain't it's Emma Stone. Not. So this is a different Emma Stone. It's not an Emma. This is a different. Okay. <laughs> it's only one. It's only one. Emma wow, Stone. I know no Emmas, but let's go. Come on. Okay. Harry Potter movies. Which Emma was it? <laughs> Let me ask you something, Scotty Beam, because this is this is something I really need to know actually. Have you never watched a Harry Potter movie? I never, I've never asked you this. Never in my black ass life. No, I don't I, know. I am the, I am the kid that read every Harry Potter book and watched every premiere movie. Like it, like that is my, that was my life <laughs> as a kid, like middle school. Like what? And I was the one reading Eric Jerome Dickey <laughs> <laughs> books. <laughs> And Sister Soldier when I was told not to. So yeah, I read those too. I read those Shout out too. to Fly Girl. But okay, so 
Yeah. Emma uh that would be Emma Watson okay. in the Harry Potter movies. Okay. I'm, again, that's I'm the, doing that's this the, off that's the girl with the long give me the answer. That's the one with the long hair. <laughs> she was part of the trio. She's the one who plays Hermione. She was part of the trio in the movie. It's her, the yes. redheaded man, yes. and the Harry. Yes. Okay. Yes. Is his name Harry Potter? <laughs> is that Harry Potter? That's Harry though. Right? The main guy. <laughs> his is- his real name is Daniel Radcliffe. Oh, I don't know him. But I'm saying Harry is the main dude. Okay, go ahead. Yes, Emma Harry Robinson. is the main dude, yes. No. <laughs> Emma, that was Emma Watson. Emma okay? Watson. So we still have Emma Roberts and Emma Stone. Go ahead. La La Land, the movie that tried to take the Moonlight's Oscar. <laughs> okay, I know that's an Emma. So that's Emma Stone. Correct. Okay, I know that Emma. She was in Easy A. <laughs> Yeah, she's the redhead Emma. Yes. Okay. That's the one I knew I knew. Okay. I knew I knew somebody with she's, the red hair. She's not married to Jim from The Office, though. <laughs> no, that's a different Emma. That's a different Emma. Her name Her name is not. It's probably Emma. Emma. <laughs> I know. Okay. Go ahead. Last one, American Horror Story. Well, it's got to be that last Emma because <laughs> I don't it remember. It's got to be that um, it's gotta be that last Emma. Uh, Emma Jones. Emma. Yep. That's it. <laughs> that's the Emma, Emma that I'm talking about. <laughs> Emma Roberts. Just think Emma Julia Robin. Roberts, Emma yes. Roberts. Shout out to Emma Roberts. I think that's her niece or something. I don't know who that is and what she looks like. But. Well, girl, hold on to your horses because we're moving on to the next most popular white name in the world Chris. <laughs> So now you're going to have to tell me if it was Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pine, Chris Evans, or Chris Pratt. Use the Chris's. Okay. The most popular Chris's One of Chris's these niggas Hollywood. is Thor. I know that. Correct. Okay. Do you know which one is Thor? Chris Hemsworth. Correct. Okay. Yeah, he fine. I remember that. Because that's Liam. That's Liam's older brother. Miley's ex. Miley Cyrus' ex, Liam's older We've brother. We've gone too far. Chris I don't Hemsworth. know who Liam is, but I know who Chris is. <laughs> Keep it going. The wheels are turning. Okay. The next one. Okay. Yes, because this is, this is why this might be helpful for you, because you watch these, uh, these comic action movies and yes. shit. Guardians of the Galaxy. Which Chris is it? Chris Pine. Chris Pine is racist. Correct? It's not Chris Pine. Who's the other Chris's you named? Um, Chris Evans, Chris Pratt. You already guessed Chris, Chris Pratt. Hemsworth. Chris Pratt is Chris Pratt. Yeah. Chris, Chris Pine. Pratt. I don't know who the hell that is. And one of these niggas ain't one of these niggas uh, Captain America. Do you know which one? Chris Evans. Correct. Thank you. Correct. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> who is Chris Pine? <laughs> who the hell is Chris? He's Star Trek. Chris Pine. He's starting Star Trek. Oh no! Nope. Never seen Once. it. Never heard of it. Mm-mm. Chris Pine was also in. Let me see. Let me Google real quick and see if there's a Chris Pine movie you would know. Um, Chris Pine. Hmm. He was in Wonder Woman. Did you watch never, Wonder Woman? I will never watch a white woman try to save the world. Next. <laughs> never be in my case. Never be something I'm watching. So next. All right, moving on. <laughs> that ain't even. I'll never watch. I'll never watch a white woman try to save. What kind of fiction is that? <laughs> that's just ridiculous. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Let's keep it going. The world's attorney. <laughs> okay, we're down to the... Yes, he was the dad in Wrinkle in Time, too. Did you watch Wrinkle in Time? 
Shout out to Wrinkle in Time. I know what y'all did for the little girls out there. You better give your pre-art statement. Shout out to Wrinkle in Time. Shout out to Storm Reed. It's really, shout out to Storm Reed. Shout out to Oprah. Shout out to uh, Mindy. All of y'all in Ava. that. I couldn't get through it, but I'm sure. All right. Shout out to the kids. <laughs> okay. Last of the name games. Ryan Reynolds or Ryan Gosling? I know. Um, we're going to give you the easy one first. The Notebook. Ryan Which Ryan was it? Gosling. Yes. Thank God, child. Because the way you've been tweeting, yeah. if you ain't know which Ryan one, I was going to be like, Ryan, Noah Ryan, Ryan Reynolds is uh, Green Lantern. That, so that is the Ryan Reynolds you should picture in your head mm-hmm. when I ask you which Ryan was in Deadpool. Ryan Reynolds. Correct. Which Ryan was in the Mickey Mouse Club? Ryan Ryan Gosling? Oh, Ryan Gosling because Justin and Ryan are friends. Oh, actually, you're right. I, I gave that away. Yes. Thank you. Correct. <laughs> Next question. This is one of mine. I, I stand by this question. I want you to name the cast of friends by their real oh. names. First of all. So I'm going to help you out by naming their fictional name and you tell me who played the real person. Okay. Who played Rachel? Jennifer Aniston. There you go. Thank who you. Named, who, played, who played Ross, her lover? His on name, lover. his real name is Ross. <laughs> Ain't his real name the real name? <laughs> his real name, Ross. His name is Adam. He looks like an Adam. So I'm going to give him, he has dark hair. Adam Ross. No. Okay. No. Go ahead. Da- David. David. Shum, 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 shum. Oh, no. Nope. <laughs> I never gonna remember that. Shism and mom. Yeah, David, David Skim- Skimmerhorn. <laughs> now. Okay. Phoebe. That's Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> this shouldn't be so much fun, but it is. <laughs> That's nothing but Lauren. So much Lauren. Lauren Hill. Look. <laughs> Lauren Hill played Phoebe on Friends. Lauren. Okay. Yeah, I don't know who Phoebe is. I I see her in my mind. I just don't know her name. No. What color is her hair? Blonde. Okay. Yes, you do see her in your mind. Yes. Correct. Her name is Lisa Kudrow. Okay. Who played Joey? Hmm. Well, Joey. <laughs> He looks. It's a white name you've said before on this year episode. It's a when white you got name. somebody else's name wrong. Well, you got you said the first name. I said the first story. name, and I get his name. Uh, Mark. It was a different M. Different M. Mick. <laughs> <laughs> Matt. 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 You said Matt McCulkin early. Okay, Culkin so earlier. his name is Matthew. <laughs> LeBlanc, Matt LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc, shout out to Matt. Nope, don't know. Who played Monica Geller, Ross's dark-haired sister? Ain't that Catherine Zeta-Jones? <laughs> That's not Catherine Zeta-Jones? <laughs> Catherine Zeta-Jones does look, a, a, well, they both have the same color hair. Cat, so it is woman. Cat, it's somebody. No, it's, it's, um, it's not, though. It starts with a C? It's a C name. Cindy, C. Cindy Scott, <laughs> Courtney Cox, Courtney Cox. <laughs> I did know that name. I did know that. 
I remember. She was in Final something Final one, else. even though at this point, it just feels like First mean. of all, I'm right. <laughs> who is Chandler? Who plays Chandler? Oh, I don't know him. Uh, Matthew Perry. I'm not even going to waste yeah, time. Yeah, no, don't do that. Perry. Yeah, I don't, I don't know him. I feel like I got a lot of all points right. here. I feel like there should be extra. I feel like you lost a lot of no, points. No, I right feel here. like. In this here round. I think you might get it back maybe in this next round. Let's see. Name two Nora Ephron movies. That's your movies, and that's Sleepless in Seattle. And Correct. the other one is Harry Met Sally. Yes! Thank and you me. know what? My impact. Thank I'm you. just glad that, that just showed that she listens to me Absolutely. when I talk. Absolutely, I listen. Nora Ephron is the white Terry McMillan. Yes. That's the easiest way to remember her yes. in her genre. Congrats. Other movies also, You've Got Mail and Julie and Julia. Oh, I like Julie movies. and Julia. I enjoyed that. That was shout a, out to Meryl. That was our Jersey. Our shout out to Meryl, shout our New Meryl. Jersey queen. Shout out to our the queen. one white woman who I'll never not think Scotty knows, so she's not included in this quiz I at all. Always it's the know. one we acknowledge. Meryl, yes. Um, who plays the queen in the Princess Diaries? What? Have you seen the Princess Diaries? Yes. Do you know who plays the queen? She is grandmother. None other. Diane Keaton, of course. <laughs> that older. It's, uh, it's an older, older white. Ju- Judy. Older than Diane. Mm. <laughs> Judy. 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 No. Oh, you said Judy. You said Judy. Judith. Judith. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Judith Dent. Dench. I know where you're going with that. It's not Judith. It's it, a J name, though. It's not it's Judy. It's. Hmm. I don't know. I'm lost. Jude. Julia. No, Julia. Julie Andrews. Julie Andrews. Sound of music. The hills are alive with the sound of new icon, legend. Yeah. Me and my mama used to watch Sound of Music when we were growing up. Oh. Anyway. Julie Andrews, a legend, a queen. Okay. Shout out to Shonda Rhimes, who wrote the sequel to Princess Diaries. A lot of people don't know that. Oh, wow. Didn't know that. Um, final question. There it is. I'm going to give you the two names, and you pick which one it was. Was it Kira Knightley or Natalie Portman in Black Swan? Natalie Portman is my favorite movie. Don't ever say okay. <laughs> Black okay, Swan is my I'm so movie. glad we could win. We can end on a I high note. I feel like that was the <laughs> yes that had me win the whole show because mm. yeah, I feel like <laughs> I, there it is. I don't, can't quite say that's what happened here. Um, all you can hope for is that the rest of the class failed too, and that there's a curve on this here quiz because that's your only chance of passing mm. at this point. But you know, you gave an A for effort, honestly. Thank you. Truly, you used your context clues. You, Thank you. You, you picked up every white name you knew in your head in the books. I told you, when it has to do with movies <laughs> that I like, I'm gonna remember, you know? I know Natalie Portman in that movie now. If you had said any other movie, absolutely not. I don't know what she did after Black Swan, but I do know. She killed that damn role in Black Swan. It's one of my favorite movies. Absolutely. Before we end this segment, I would like to know if you would like to use this moment 
to reveal your white crush? No, absolutely not. Because I found out about <laughs> him and I will get canceled. Like all white crushes. Like all white crushes. He was problematic. Got it. All Super right. problematic. Insane. All together. Absolutely. Thank you for playing, Scotty Beam. Um, better Thank luck you. next time. Well, no, it's not better <laughs> luck because I feel like I won. So I, I got the luck this time. Okay, so usually this is the part of the show where we each put y'all onto something, but there is only one thing for y'all to be put onto this week, and it's the crown. Sylvia. Sylvia. Absolutely, Scotty Bean. You are absolutely correct right here, girl, because the crown, <laughs> baby. I love it so much. I just got put onto it by Sylvia, and... I could not stop watching. Of course, I finished it. I'm waiting for the next season to come on. What is it? November. And it comes on this week. Oh, it's this it week? It comes out this weekend. The Crown comes out. The new episodes of The Crown come out this weekend. And I have been waiting. Well, it feels like 10 years mm. for it. Okay, so let's start from the beginning. The Crown, for those of you who are literally living under the saddest rock and have not found the best white show on Netflix after The Office and Grey's Anatomy. Thank you. Um... <laughs> The Crown is about the royal family. It's 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 um, historical fiction, mm. but a lot of that shit is true, and that's what's crazy. Mm-hmm. Is it's the Crown? It follows the story of Queen Elizabeth from her beginning of her reign on her and her wild ass family yeah. and all their antics. Yeah. Um. And literally, it's been the most. When you want to talk about the tea, the English breakfast tea that is being spilled on this here drama. Mm. The actors mm. kill it, okay? The the, the writers kill it. The, it. It's like, I'm trying to, which season is this? Maybe season four that's coming up that's going to be on Netflix? It's the one that everybody's like been waiting for because it finally ushers in Princess Diana. And we have been waiting for Diana's appearance. And actually, one thing I do love about The Crown is that the first three seasons were so stellar. Like, they've been winning awards. Like, like, people are into it. And they didn't even need Diana yet. Like, a lot of us thought we would just be waiting for the time when Diana popped up. But that ass, the queen and her people were going through some shit. Mar- Princess Margaret was a messy bitch that lived for drama. Mar- Margaret was my bitch, though. Margaret was there for me. <laughs> uh, Philip was about to get his ass beat, like, every hand. Listen. Handed to him. Hello. Seasons one and two. All that little attitude, Hello? that ego trip, Hello? not bowing down. Bow down to your queen, motherfucker. Bow I am, down. I am your job. This is what he said. I am your job. Absolutely. Her daddy told you, her daddy put you in that shit. boat and told yeah, you before nigga, he died. Nigga, I am the job. And you still went out here. She on is top, your job. And then on top of that, you got King Edward who was pussy whipped from the top, from the beginning. That man, Lord, <laughs> let me tell you something. He Edward, gave up. He abdicated the throne for some for Parisian pussy. Hello. <laughs> Wasn't letting go of it. He got him a taste and was out of there. Said, sign me the fuck out. Baby. Good night. Where is her statue? Where is the statue <laughs> for the woman that was so good Clocked out. that a man gave up being the king of king. England? <laughs> when, and this is when England owned everybody's ass. This is when England owned yes. America, yes. Yes. half of Africa. Yes. All of the Caribbean, like he was, it was it's, it's not the king of England. What like what William or Charles gonna get? The little Skippy, all they gonna get is that little island that they're on at mm-hmm. this point, and maybe a couple extra. Mm-mm. 
This was a British Empire. He gave that thing up. Yes, clocked that clock up. the fuck out like it was he gave a the, damn his homeland up. Clocked out and just packed up and was like goodbye. Ain't nothing. Ain't nothing keeping me between this pussy and me. Like I'm good. I'm not leaving. So you, please, the crown have it. Have it. <laughs> I got this pussy, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it right here. Hey, that Yo. man was on his dead, he was on his deathbed like I regret nothing. <laughs> when Queen Elizabeth went to go see him, he was nothing. like zero regrets. Highly recommend. <laughs> That's a fact. That is a fact. I love that show. It's so good. And like, and then Philip Punk Ass uh, came out. And you know what? It, so it is trying to give us a little sympathy for the people we hate because let's be honest. Sorry. Caribbean, African mamas and aunties and grandmamas oh. hate Charles. Mm. And so they raised us to mm. hate this nigga as well because nobody forgave him for what he did to Diana. Mm. You, we will never, people were not trying to ever forgive Charles for cheating on America's princess. I know she was in England, but she was ours. Yo, she was everybody. I don't know what it and was. You? My grandmother, my nanny, literally my great aunts, they, you know, they're Belize, they're from Belize. So they take this very seriously. And when I tell you like, <laughs> it's not a game, it's not a game. They don't care. They care about the queen, but they also care. They just care heavily about Diana. And it was something. Diana. It was per- It was personal. That was, was on personal. my nanny's heart. She bought me a personal. whole book and was like, you ain't going outside until you read this book. And mind you, that's the only book that she would make me read to do anything. Like <laughs> I live for that. It was, it was important. I don't know how many of our listeners know this. My family is Kenyan. So like I'm first gen Kenyan mom, Kenyan father, Kenyan grandparents. My mom is named after the queen mother, Elizabeth Ann. Mm-hmm. That's who she was named mm-hmm. after. Because I mean, if you watch the crown, you'll see in season one, they take a trip to Kenya. That's actually, the queen was actually they, in Kenya when she found out her dad died. She, they pissed me and off. It was, and that shows you, well, that was right before Kenya got its independence because my mom was born the year Kenya won its independence from England, but my grandfather, my great, my great grandfather was part of the, the group of people who helped Kenya get its independence. So he, but he, because he was part of the officers before he was knighted by the queen, he was knighted by Queen Elizabeth. So he named my, he made sure my grand, my grandparents named his first granddaughter, Elizabeth. Mm. It's always fascinating to me mm. how we romanticize our captors I, truly <laughs> the people who held us in that way truly. um but i do think that even though it's kind of like fairy tale i mean it's in the sense where it's like the same i think like the royal families for a lot of caribbean and african and all of these other people they were celebrities before celebrities were as big as celebrities were kind of a thing mm-hmm. like that's who people were like this is royalty you can help a look up to it all this other stuff but i think that with diana it was because it was the closest thing I think any of us have seen to a modern day fairy tale. Mm-hmm. And then but because it's real life, that shit went left. When Diana died, oh I remember, I must have been like six or seven. I remember my mom in her bedroom. While I walked into her bedroom, she was like that, like leaned up on the TV, leaned up on the TV, crying her eyes out. And I was like, I have never seen somebody cry. I've never seen my mama cry with somebody we've never met before. We've never met her. I was so confused until until Aaliyah died. 
like five years later and then I understood what she was going through. But I literally can't like so my mom is obsessed with the crown. I think because what we love about it now is like it's pulling back the curtain for us to just see how much of a fairy tale it was not. How just ghetto <laughs> the royal family actually is. And even just understanding Philip's whole role, because I used to be like, is the queen Mary? Who's that old man that's always with her? Is he the king? Like, what's going on here? So I loved being able to see the whole history of it. I love finding out that the drama in the royal family did not start with Charles and Diana. That they been been having problems before that. Divorces before that. Margaret over here with married men and whatnot. Like, all this stuff was happening. And they keep trying to control each other and it keeps getting worse. I hope... I hope the crown continues to Harry and Meghan getting the fuck up out of there. Probably won't, but I would love to be on the writing team for that season. Just putting that out there because, bitch, I would love to see it. We love it. We stand it. We recommend that you guys, if you are not caught up, get going. Yeah. Because Diana is coming and we are ready for the season four. I'm ready for the truth. And you need to be too. I'm ready for the truth. And I feel like they tell the truth. I'm ready for the truth. I'm ready for the truth. And I don't care enough to fully read full biographies about the truth anymore. So thank you for giving me this excellently acted show. And I'm thankful. I, for one, am thankful. And I am ready to binge it and watch it over and over again. So thank you. Thank you. Yes. Well, all right. That's our show. Thank you all for tuning in. Our show is a production of Pineapple Street Studios in partnership with Netflix and Strong Black Lead. Shout out to our team. Executive producers are Agarena Shashagre and Jasmine Lawson. Our lead producer is Jess Jupiter. Our music is by Amanda Jones. Special thanks to Max Linsky and Jenna Weiss-Berman. Make sure you share your thoughts with us on this episode because I know y'all got some thoughts on Scotty's ass in that quiz. Using the hashtag OKNowListen. Please Please live tweet, live tweet the experience because and agree that you, I wish you I don't know these white people names. I wish I could have. I wish I could have live tweeted this because it was a fun time for me. <laughs> and follow Strong Black Lead on the socials at Strong Black Lead and follow us too. I'm at Sylvia Obell and I'm at Scotty Beam. Until next time, folks. Stay blessed.